0: Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us today on the podcast. It's your normal crew of Rob Croyle. Hello. Jennifer Bartlett. Hello. And myself, Logan. Glad to have you with us. Uh, so diving right in shortcomings this week, Rob, the only shortcoming is the fact that it was not short. <laughs> um, and in fact, we, we recorded this sermon twice because you, you wanted to, you wanted to have another, another swing at it. And we could because we were doing it online. So we were like, why not? Let's do this. So dear old Robbie Croyle texted me at I don't know. I was, I was crawling into bed on Friday night. It 11 was 11 like, o'clock. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like 11, something like that. He's like. You up? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, normally I don't go to bed till like the wee hours of the like. I what is sleep? But for some odd reason, I was exhausted. Could have been the sunburn. Could have been the tennis. Could have been the I don't know. I was tired and I was going to bed like a responsible adult.
1: Yay! And then then
0: Rob texts me. He's like, I want to re-record the sermon, and I was like, okay. And then we tried to figure out when. And I was like, well, we can either do it here or there. There are two options, and I don't necessarily love either of them. One requires me to get up early tomorrow, but I'm going to bed early, so that'll be fine. And the other one is late on Saturday night, which I didn't want to do. No. That was a bad idea. No.
2: It would not have gone I have well. Been, I would have been... It, it <laughs> would have been much shorter if we were It recording. would have
0: been. You would have fallen asleep because we were both exhausted <laughs> from the bike for shelter and all of that. <coughs> So yeah. The, yeah, you were moving all your kids and I had people invading my house that I had to fend off. I mean, allow to help me um with <laughs> with it projects. Was awesome. It was it was a good time and, and we, we had a grand old time and I'm I'm almost over being limbic about but we'll we'll talk about that in upcoming weeks when I preach again on sacrificial generosity here in like two weeks. That might or might not come out in the story. I might just throw myself as an example under the bus. But uh, stay tuned for that one. Foreshadowing. Um, anyway, so shortcoming. Yeah, the sermon went a little bit long because you had a little bit more to say. And... Uh, you know what, that's understandable, because there was some some heavy stuff in this sermon that kind of applied to the world that we're seeing right now. Absolutely. Just a little bit. Unity and diversity. Look on Facebook. Look out the window. The world is exploding. Might have been some worthwhile conversation to have.
2: Yeah, and this was... We we planned this sermon series out uh, probably a dozen... Better than a dozen weeks ago, maybe...
0: It was back in January,
2: maybe yeah, beginning of the year, and so this sermon, this story felt fell right here. the the conversation, and, and I knew as was I was preparing for this that, you know, George Floyd that that whole conversation, you know, is uh, part of the landscape, you know. This is the for yeah. us as.
0: This is the background that the sermon will fall on, and it will affect it, and it Mm -hmm. should affect it, and it applies to it.
2: Mm -hmm. Y'all, the... Processing so much information here right now, just thinking through so many things, but this is not the first story to come out, right?
0: No. Not at Uh, all.
2: This is not the first time we've had riots. It's it's probably... The most significant time we've had riots since I'm guessing the '80s, like Rodney King, Rodney King, the LA riots could have been, yeah. Uh, And this is even on a national level. Like people are saying, this is this is unlike anything we've seen since the the late '60s. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just for me. It's hard to. I'm so mistrustful of the reporting now, from any and every which side, because we like to blow things up and blow things out of proportion and make things clickbait. So I think I'm waiting until a little ways down the road to be able to compare it historically and say that it's bigger. But what I can say right now is it's big.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think it's bigger. I think it's just... The only thing that it really compares to is like it's bigger than Rodney King, those those Mm -hmm. riots. Uh, Just because it's.
0: Those Those were the 90s, right? uh, Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I was a wee, wee, wee
2: lad. And it just, uh, it may have hit other cities, but I don't think it hit other cities like the riots of today. Sure. That we're experiencing today. And I've been I've been thinking through this last night, like how many how many people of color do I even know? Like in my military career, there were dozens of of guys and gals that I knew both uh, locally, like Mm -hmm. within um, either my squadron or a sister squadron. But I don't have tons of. Connections with those folks Well I don't have connection with any of those folks Like I didn't maintain connection with them They just weren't a big part of Of uh, my experience Sure Um, And then I had some friends At the national level And I just Because it was just Such a few number of times that we Engaged I didn't maintain contact With Uh, There's a few people from, from Pullman Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just don't have a a ton of people I could just go to Go say, hey, tell me how this feels Tell me what you're feeling mm-hmm. um, A friend of ours, I think you know Sydney Shoemaker mm-hmm. uh, You were probably pastoring some of her kiddos Yeah uh, She's got quite a few, uh, several adopted And, uh, she, she had a pretty interesting post about what it's like to experience this vicariously through her son, Mm -hmm. her adopted son. Mm. And just, just the idea of my son doesn't feel as free to walk the neighborhood as, as my other children. Sure. Um, there's things that people have said, like a bunch of kids playing with with, I don't, I don't remember if it was BB guns or 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 what, but on on a hillside, and and some said to him in particular, probably not a good idea for you to be doing this on the hillside. Yeah, hmm. where people can see because of the perception, and this is small town Moscow. I mean, Moscow is a quarter of the size of Missoula. Yeah. Uh, and so just her post was was really um powerful for me, mm-hmm. just to help me understand uh what what that's like. I've been uh, a minority in very unique and for very short periods of time, sure, extremely uncomfortable right You can measure my time of feeling that uncomfortableness in days. Hmm. Right. Now that I'm 50 years old. Uh it's a
0: very small percentage
2: of those it, it, ancient days. Very like like maybe a year and a half where I was in a neighborhood where I was a minority, or actually I was on the edge I was on the edge of a neighborhood where I was mine like mm-hmm. the next where block over, at. I was a minority. So if I if I stayed on my street I was not a minority. If I went next block over, I was a minority, and I experienced oppression uh, as a kid. Hmm. Um, And so that is my only personal frame of reference is, is that year and a half and those moments and fearing for my life, knowing that because my skin color was different, that I was... Unsafe mm. I cannot imagine what that's like To live that way
0: Year after year after year after year
2: Your your entire existence yeah. And it bothers me that 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 is anybody's reality Anywhere Let alone within Our country A country that I grew up Believing in mm-hmm. A country that I always heard was home of the free and land of the brave is that is that how that goes right yeah. yeah um like that should be home of the free for everybody right not just certain people groups yeah not on the backs of certain people groups not at the expense of certain people groups sure um when you think about manifest destiny and how um, White America approached the natives. Mm-hmm. And And over and over and over again, the natives were like, We're willing to move. There's plenty of land. Like, if you got to have that peace, okay. You know, sure. Like that, I don't quite get that, but there's plenty of land. I'm, I'd rather be at peace with you mm-hmm. and move.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then to be at war with you, but over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you know. What's um, the name of
0: the book that you were working on?
2: Oh, let me pull it up so I can get it right.
0: Don't want. Yeah, we don't want to mess that up. But yeah, I think the 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 concept, the principles, they're good. They're solid. We just, the, the execution of that has been, has been flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I hope that we continue to make progress towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, like if we get better every single day,
1: right.
0: you know, it's not a, it's not something that's going to be quick or easy. Um, you know? Yeah.
2: No. And I, th- but I think, the best thing that we can do uh for those of us who are white is take the time to really hear and really mourn the experiences of our neighbors yeah because if we don't do that if we if we just brush by this and i think that's really the the intent of of m- many, maybe most of the protesters is, is just, please hear me, Mm -hmm. please hear my voice, please hear what I'm saying, please, please understand, not, like, take the time, and so I've been trying to take time each day and just kind of reflect on the day and, and and the pulse of our country i guess as we're in and, and then i'm reading this book uh, Bur- bury my heart at wounded knee an indian history of the american west who's that mm-hmm. by uh it's by d brown okay i picked up this book at the recommendation of a friend and i can't remember there's there are there two people that i was talking to last year about this time last year and i said Hey, help me help me to gain some insights, some understanding into um the experiences of, of the native people. Uh one of the guys I was talking to was uh DeShane Barnett. He is the uh director of All
1: Nations. Um they just changed their name. Yeah. But yeah. All Nations Urban Youth Indian Center, I think. I probably butchered that. I'm sorry, Deshane.
2: <laughs> but Deshane's a fantastic guy. He's a he's a follower of Christ. He uh, is native. Um, he does have uh, some Caucasian ancestry as well. But, uh, and I so I've had this book actually on my shelf for almost a year, and I started picking it up a couple of weeks ago because I, I was just like, yeah, I need to, I need to dive into that. I have so sure. many books I need to read, but this is one that, that felt like I needed personally. Mm-hmm. And then All This Hits um, hmm. with George Floyd, and then I, I found it interesting because um, Gabe Marks, he was a, a receiver for Washington State. He... Writes on football. He he writes for uh, a number of people, but two um, forty seven sports dot com is one of one of the outlets that he writes for. Hmm. And he wrote a piece that I looked at last night, and and he even I, he even talks about manifest destiny and and how even that's a that's a part of the picture. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, mean,
0: it's played into the. It's played into the development of our culture and and where we are today. Yeah. It yeah, you can't you can't rule that stuff out.
2: Well, and think about our entertainment, you know, in our movies going back to the forties and the fifties. We always had this enemy that we were combating mm-hmm. as a nation, right? Sure. And so you had the you had the old West. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In fact, even in the in, in the '90s, when I was in the in the military, and I'd be back east, people people still thought that that was our experience today. in the old west, like the gunslingers, yeah, oh, yeah. Dear Lord, <laughs> like oh my that's God. what they that's what they pictured was taking place, in, you know, and people need to get out more often in Montana,
1: <laughs> in Idaho,
2: Montana and Nevada, and yeah, that's what they thought was happening. Oh, um so so we had that enemy, sure, and like any war, you have your propaganda mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, how like I'm reading history this like this is this is a history book that I'm reading mm-hmm. by D Brown, and it's a very different picture than ninety nine percent of what I've seen portrayed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm uh you know
0: it's good to get that perspective
2: yeah
0: i think you know the the thing that all of this reminds me of and for where where i'm at what i feel like i need to do in this situation this reminds me of lot i think you brought this up jen actually when we were talking maybe um maybe it wasn't you i don't know can't keep
1: talking and i'll tell you if i did i think it's (laughs) lot
0: because when lot is sitting there and his life is crumbling around him, and then what is his friend's responses, and what is what is a helpful response, and what is a unhelpful response?
1: Do you mean Lot or Job?
0: Yeah, not Lot, Job. Okay. Come on, Logan.
2: <laughs> it's Hashtag a three-letter word. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, it was a three-letter. Not Lot, Job.
2: It's got an O in the middle.
0: <laughs> when Job's lo- when Job's life is falling down around him, mm-hmm. what is his? I guess Lot's life fell down <laughs> around him too, but Oy vey. roughly right. Um, So when Job's life is falling down around him, what is a helpful response from his friends and what is not a helpful response from his friends? Was this... We, we, this you, was yeah, me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even get his name right. You should take this one over.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking, like, Job's friends were so helpful and encouraging um, when they sat with him and they like, didn't they sat with Job for like a week in silence mm-hmm. and in mourning. And I find that's what I want to do. And so I just want to sit and like I've on Instagram, I've started following a lot of pastors of different races in the last few days, because I want to hear what they're saying about this right. and I want to learn from them. Mm-hmm. And I don't, want to walk in there and be like, oh, buck up guys or be like one of Job's friends that are like trying to give the encouraging pep talk. And when I have, I have no clue and I will never have to experience the injustice that these men and women, these brothers and sisters in Christ are walking through on a daily basis. Like,
2: well, as parents for the two of us in, in in the room, they're parents, um we know that history matters mm-hmm. when 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 our kids are fighting today over subject X, and they're like, and the one is like, he hit me and, and you're like, and you and you look at them going, I remember the last 15 times, walking in on the same thing and, and you hit them but in, in today you want to focus on the fact that mm-hmm. he hit you? Mm-hmm. Like like, are you not aware of your own context your own story? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that is sometimes that, that's where we lack understanding or lack insight into just when we lack real understanding of our own history as a nation. Mm-hmm. And people and people cry out and go, you know, it's Gabe Marks he, he 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 talks about the fact that yes, more more white Americans are killed by police officers every year.
0: Raw numbers, yeah.
2: Raw numbers. But when Black America is only thirteen something percent. They are two and a half t- times more likely to die at the hands mm-hmm. of a police officer. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> you know, we've enslaved them. In fact, they've been they've been enslaved another way. Yeah. We can't we can't enslave you this way, I'm going to sla- I'm going to find another way to enslave you. Either through knowing, oppression,
0: knowingly or unknowingly, they've been they're, they're in that position now. Mm-hmm. And the system definitely does doesn't doesn't help them.
2: Well, and there's there's a large portion of our population that says I am not racist, and I believe them. Mhm. But there's still a portion of our population, a too big, of a portion of population, in my mind, that is racist. And and we need to call people to an even better standard than what we see today. We are in a better position today than we were in the late '60s.
0: Yeah, things right? are better.
2: Things are better. We have not done enough.
0: The ball still needs to go further down the field.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. and and that's and I think that's this the story about compromise. You know, it's so easy to to look at the Sodom and Gomorrah Gomorrah story and go, "Oh, well, this is this is a story about sexual sin." Mm-hmm. God, over and over and over again. Says it's the righteous man that I'm looking at. It it the righteous man can ch- make changes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If Lot would have had influence within his own family, mm-hmm. uh sure. the rabbis believe that there, there there should have been ten people within. There were ten people within the family of Lot in that town. That's what they believe. that and we could talk about how how we get to that number. Yeah. But there's
0: there's. Well, and cl- that's why Abraham stops at ten.
2: The 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 rabbis believe yeah. that Lot's family represented ten people, based off of clues in the text. Is is you have to kind of mine it out. Mm-hmm. But if if there would if Lot would have had influence of ten people, period. Yeah. In that town. Mm -hmm. Like, how is it that every man, every man in that town was of one mind? How do you have, when does that happen? Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not very often in my world. I don't know. Maybe it was different back then. Yeah, I think, well, the, okay, so 10 righteous. He should have had, he should have had influence over, At least ten, like he should have held sway over at least ten people. Like this is this is not a leap after dozens
2: of after dozen years living in the same town. Yeah,
0: he's lived in this town for a dozen years, and and further than that, we get this we get this contextual clue. He's sitting in the city gate. Yes, which if you're not, it's easy to miss this one if you you just don't know. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Ancient world, the city gates. What I've been taught is that the city gates are a place where commerce happens, where judgment happens. Like this is the this is the the happening place, right? So if you're going to go for economic whatever, trade is going to occur at the city gates. If you're going to go for judgment because not everybody comes before, you know, in, in bigger cities, it not everybody's going to go to the king for every little thing the officials of the city are going to be holding court and justice and, and, and peacekeeping and all, all of that stuff, law and order is going to be occurring at the city gates Mm -hmm. is what I've been told. Now, if,
2: if there's a city gate, there's also a,
0: there is also a wall wall. Yeah. Like implication, there's a wall. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that conversation probably sometime down the road that, you know, this, this is, this is something for you to wrestle with of like, okay, yeah, you, you, it's this balance of security versus we're going to let people in and trade and commerce and we're going to protect our city, but we're also going to be open and allow people to come and enter. But if we enter into somebody's city, then we have to abide by their rules. But that's a conversation for a different day. right? Um, <clears throat> and a valuable conversation, and we will have that. But the point being, Lot is sitting at the city gate and what i what i get from the text and reading this is he's in a position where he should be he should hold authority mm-hmm. he should be in a place of where he can influence people he should have influence over people just from where he's at and either he's a a you know he's a a, a stick figure, a, a puppet. I don't. I, there's there's some other term that I'm forgetting off the top of my head here for, that I really want to have. But like he he's a he's a it's a masquerade. He's not actually he's up there, but he doesn't actually have the power. And and there's a little contextual clue later when the when everybody's beating on the door and he's telling them no, and they say, you know, look at this foreigner who would stand judge over us.
2: Right. So,
0: like it really points back to he should be like he's in this position but he doesn't actually hold the authority he doesn't actually hold sway mm-hmm. he's a he's a figurehead he's a a puppet up there or something i i don't know but he he's lost whatever for whatever reason lot has lost all of his power
2: well, well when when you are when you're supposed to be godly Mm -hmm. When people know that you—like, I've been called pastor for—long before I I held the position, I've been called pastor. Been on half a dozen, uh, four or five mission trips, Um, been called—preached 20 years ago. Like, people saw me as a pastor. If my conduct doesn't add add up to— uh in the in the national guard they the Air national guard my friends called me a pastor like they i they had me pray at a they got you pegged at a significant yeah. event when your actions when you when you compromise and compromise and compromise in, in your actions and in in some ways i did compromise during my career and and so my actions didn't always add up it would it, be, it became a point of confusion And when you are supposed to be this representative of God and you don't live that out well, you lose influence. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: He may have had influence at one point, but he had lost it through compromise. Yep. Well,
0: how much stuff did
2: he have? How many
0: people did he have following him? Because they had to split from Abraham. Right. This was a large crew of people that settled down there.
2: And they're not and they're no longer
0: At the end of the story it's him and two daughters. Right. He doesn't even hold sway over his wife. She turns around and turns into a pillar of salt.
2: Right. He had some of his uncle's attributes, but he lost. Yeah. He lost a lot of his uncle's attributes. Mm -hmm. And just straying. Um
0: you know what I think this, this might be this might be a valuable thing to, to add. In the context of our response to George Floyd and riots and any sort of any sort of conflict on a national level, any sort of problem. You can put it on whatever problem. These are the ones that we're dealing with right now. Am I gauging my response based on how Christ would react, how God would want me to react, and am I judging it against that standard or am I judging it against a worldly standard? Right? Because there are, there are plenty of people that are Christians that are outraged over this, and mm-hmm. they should be. And there are plenty of people that are not Christians and that are outraged over this, and they should be. Mm-hmm. Right. However, the responses I think Are different and if I'm going to compromise my response or which wherever that falls on whatever talk topic if I compromise my position as somebody who is supposed to be representing Christ if I compromise that by comparing myself to somebody who is not a follower of Christ Mm -hmm. and say well you know the rest of Sodom's doing all of this so what I'm doing's not that bad. Right? Right? Mm. That doesn't work. That's compromise and I, th- I that's probably what lot did. I am I'm, I'm throwing my hands up because I I just I don't know, but like I, my suspicion is that's probably where that starts. Yeah. Do with that what you will. I, I, I don't know. Cool. But yeah, so City Gates, he should have had he should have had influence. At minimum, he should have had influence over at least 10 people that would have been in his family. Like, Mm -hmm. Get it together lot.
2: If he would have had influence over 10, the city would have been saved. Exactly. And so what are we going to actively do? What are we going to actively do? And I understand that we live in Missoula, Montana. It's, what, 97% Caucasian? Uh, Mm -hmm. I
0: don't know. The last stat I had heard was 94% Caucasian. 5% Native, and 1% everything else. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's not many people that aren't white.
2: Yeah. So I think if, if we're going to be active in anything, we need to be actively engaging with our neighbors, whoever they may be, whatever the differences are, actively engaging them, making sure that they know that we value them, hearing their story hearing their experiences hearing the experiences of their ancestry cuz we're not as connected i don't find myself as connected to my ancestry i'm such a mutt um, <laughs> you know for some people like oh i'm irish i mean I, like i have sure. so, so many n- nationalities with within my blood i, I don't know how to an- answer that question sure mm-hmm. but there are so many people that have centuries of connection to lo- to this location, to this land, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're they're more connected to their story.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Just because I'm not connected to my story doesn't mean I shouldn't be connect. Shouldn't ha- learn what it means to for them to be connected to their story. And and we see in the scriptures that history matters. God mm-hmm. cares about how a how a nation even within the walls of Israel
0: yeah the
2: you know how how that what the what that experience was for that um and i think in terms of uh the is it the gibeonites
0: uh, i'm not sure where you're going so i can't say yes um, or no
2: so first samuel second samuel i think it's second samuel oh. and uh, uh saul had persecuted a a group yeah, of people.
0: I, yeah, I think you're right, the Gimeonites.
2: And and so the Lord brings a curse on Israel, and and David has to address this problem. And so he goes to the people and says, what do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. And they said, bring us seven sons of Saul. And, and so there was this this process that took place to resolve this historical conflict. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't a current conflict. It was something that happened within history that they still need to be addressed with. Still need to be addressed. Maybe not with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, And there's, hear me well on this. There is a difference between entering into a conversation and engaging with people of, maybe it's an opposing view, maybe it's just a different view. It doesn't have to be opposition. Um, there is a difference between engaging with them with an agenda to somehow sway
2: Mm-hmm.
0: or I, I can enter into a conversation with a person with the agenda to change their mind, or I can enter into a conversation with a person that has a different opinion than me or comes from a different background, and I can enter into that conversation without the agenda to try to change them and just to understand them. Mm-hmm. Mm those two have wildly different outcomes neither one of them is necessarily wrong in its place right it's not wrong to have a debate and try to change somebody's mind that's not wrong however i think especially right now in the case of of george floyd and and racial tension and stuff like that if i'm having a conversation with somebody who has been oppressed. I don't need to try to prove my rightness in any way shape or form. Right. I just want to understand where they are. That's all I need to do.
1: The image that keeps popping into my head the last couple of days is Mary sitting at Jesus's feet and when mm-hmm. Martha jumps up and's like hey, she should be helping me. And it was like, no, she picked the better way. And like, that's what I want to do right now is I just want to sit and maybe it's a little sacrilegious. I just want to sit at people's feet and understand and learn from them. And like, I don't need to, like like you said, I don't need to fight the battle and I don't need to go and do all the busy work that Martha did right now. My job is to listen and hear and
0: like, yeah.
1: just understand.
0: I think, I think that's what we see. There, there's a, there's a temptation to have a knee-jerk reaction, mm-hmm. and to react in whatever way you see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think this is limited to one side. If there is sides, I don't know if there's sides in this. There is a, there's a temptation to be a knee-jerk reaction, and I think that's why we see, um, with the riots and the destruction and. For, honestly, it's just causing further pain, mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, there's, and there's been peaceful protests, and I'm not talking about those. Right. I'm talking about the destruction, and I'm talking about things that are not of the kingdom. Um, that are not helpful towards anybody, right. and that are hurtful. Um, and I, I think that those probably come out of place. They come out of a place of. I need to take action. I need to I need to do something and I can't and I don't feel heard maybe or or whatever the case may be. But I think that if if I'm going to be a peacemaker then I need to sit and I need to listen.
1: Mhm.
0: And that's really where that starts. Yeah.
2: Gabe Marks uh gives us 3 Actionable s- steps from his perspective. Again, here's an African American man uh, that grew up in Southern California, uh, grew up in the, I believe, the L.A. area. Um, but he says these three things: donate to anti-white supremacy efforts by the s- Southern Poverty Law Center and others. So, so finds somebody who is working to address anti-white supremacy. Or white or white supremacy address address white supremacy. Okay. Um, number two, write to local elected officials demanding that police go through formal de-escalation training. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
2: I, I've I've seen recently um, a video. Not sure how current the video is. I watched it currently or recently. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it's a recent video, but it's a, it's a white man. Uh, walking around with a weapon in his hand, approaching officers, like swinging at them. Sure. And the officers are working hard to de-escalate the situation. Sure. Not the same response that we see in so many other situations that are where they (laughs) at times escalate, seeming what I perceive is that they escalate the situation based off of skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing he says, um, well, and let me back up the second one about the formal deescalation training, our police officers should be held to a higher standard than our citizens mm-hmm. when it comes to violence and use of force. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. They, they need to be across the board held to a higher standard which means that they should be if they use violence or force in an inappropriate way, it should carry a, a, a heavier term. Right. Uh, you always hold leadership to a higher standard. Always. Always, mm-hmm. always, always hold leadership to a higher standard. And these are leaders within our community. Um, the third thing that he says, Gabe Marks says, speak to elect officials at all levels condemning f- for-profit prisons. Uh, if it's if prison is profitable, then our goal is to fill them. Hmm. Um, yeah. Calling for reform of minim- minimum sentence requirements for nonviolent crimes. Uh, yeah we need we need to do that. Um, putting people in prison should be the last our last goal. Right. And the creation of a national database of decertified law enforcement officers so that these bad apples aren't hired in other towns. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes
0: sense Absolutely. to me. Right. If
2: we're going to have a database of clergy that act inappropriately, which is... I'm hundred percent for we should know. Uh and and the Protestant world doesn't have this as figured out, but there's some some work being done there. But the, the Catholic Church has had to create this database. We should know if someone should not be hired again. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If they cannot handle and my understanding of the officer. Uh, what I've read is that the officer that was involved in uh, George Floyd's death has had four.
1: Yeah, the list of things that he yeah, there's has, been at least a couple. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I don't remember what was on the list, but I just like, how does this guy keep getting hired? Like, it's right.
0: in the same. I don't think it's been in different places necessarily.
1: Hmm, maybe you're right.
0: I think it's all been in. Yeah.
1: Well, how does he keep getting away with it then?
0: There's yeah. there's corruption and there's well there it, it gets back to what Rob just said they're not yeah. being held to a higher standard yeah um, and that needs to be the case and that's not I'm not none of us here are saying like like anti cop like don't mm-hmm. don't hear that
2: no that's the, not the case no the, the, there, there are, are plenty are, of good law enforcement oh, officers they're out there there are servants they are true servants
0: this oh. is not that this. This doesn't apply to you. Yeah. You wouldn't have an issue with being held to a higher standard. You already are being held to a higher standard you, by yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah, the people that hold themselves to a higher standard. Good job. The highest standard. That's um and I and that's and when I was talking a few weeks ago about keeping small things small and not counting the sins of the um the many the against the one. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. You know, like there are there are a percentage of Don't police you mean officers. The sins
0: of, the sins of the one against the many?
2: Um. Okay. Sins of the one against the many. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when a police officer does something, um, like we shouldn't we shouldn't hold that sin against all the police officer. Now when there's a, a systemic, problem, we have to address that. And I said, sure. I said there are times it's appropriate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: There are times when when it's appropriate, and I think in this case, for us to look at, um, you know, the way training takes place, right? Um, the culture, within, the expectations.
0: I think the there's 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 expectations that are put on them.
2: There's some police, you know, we there's uh, I've done some recent reading of of police officers and and. Uh, units that have changed their approach to the community and, and instead of approaching as a glass half empty, it's a sure, you know, it's a glass half full mm-hmm. and, and they've changed the conversation. They've changed the way they've, they've, they've built lines of communication and they've, and they've looked to go in with a servant's heart. Like, there are some there's some police communities that are doing a fantastic job, and we just need to multiply that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Cool. Well, this is a this is obviously this is a big conversation. This is not an easy conversation, um, and this is this is just kind of where we're at, where we're wrestling with stuff. Um, hopefully, that's beneficial for you to hear. And to uh, be able to maybe model after uh, encourage you to continue these discussions uh find them out whether it's in whether it's in your care group these are these are not easy discussions, and I encourage patients um, be slow to speak and quick to listen yeah would be if if you can do anything, do that um, so with that, we will uh wrap this up, but uh, we'll be continuing down our story of Abraham and the partner that God pursues. Got a couple more weeks of that, and then uh, diving into, I think, Nehemiah and Ezra and those guys a little down the yeah. line, which we're looking forward to that.
2: It is yeah. All Nations Health Center.
0: All Nations Health Center.
2: All Nations Health Center. It was the Missoula Urban Indian Health Center. It's now All Nations Health Center. And um, Okay. We we really value what they do here in this community. They do good stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool.
0: Cool. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Have a good day. Peace. Bye guys. You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge Podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.